This is Beyond Kink with Master Dion. I am your host, Master Dion. This unique podcast is a raw and unapologetic glance into the forbidden world of kink. We're here to defunct the misconceptions and to stimulate your curiosities around the kink lifestyle. We're going to hit you with harsh realities of the who and what of the kink world through powerful conversations and kinky fun. This podcast is for anyone from the curious newbie to the veteran keister to use this platform to express, grow, and play in this mysterious lifestyle. As always, keep it kinky. What up, kinksters? Welcome back. Man, we are are having a good day today. Do you know that we are beyond the halfway point of the first season of uh, Beyond Kink? It's, it's very... In, very uh, uh exciting we are we are trying to put together and we're already working on um, i don't know if we're going to go with a season two but more of like just continuous podcasts and we're growing and developing and we're learning every day this is actually a great experience and we appreciate y'all coming in and and listening to us uh we need to build up those those numbers but we are happy where we're starting out with and we hope to continue to grow and really, really feed y'all with some good information. I, I wanted to first tell you what today is about. Today is about the beginning of the Master Series. What does that mean? And how dare you, Master Dion, create a series about Masters? Well, a Master Series is something where I wanted to create because people have been coming to me about mentorship and and um, what asking the question of what does it mean to be a master as compared to being a dom or eh, whoever else you may identify as. Well, I want to break that down to you. I'm going to tell some of the different things that I've I've experienced, that I've learned, that I've seen, and uh give you some of the things that I believe are essential to becoming a master. Now, the series is also going to give you a perspective from the slave's point of view or how you should be treating a slave. So this, and it can be from another perspective too. So it's going to be more than just people who want to identify as a master. It's going to be about, uh, about the whole entire relationship and how to maneuver within it, how to be that master, dom, leader, how to take care of your slave, how to build up your slave, and many, many more things. I was going to put a number on this series, like say it was a three-part series, a four-part series, but you know, I&M was speaking like, why put a limit on that? Like, they're once you do it until you don't have any more information. So I was like, you know what? That's actually a good point. This will a lot of it will be more of a kind of a, a general understanding of, of the way that I understand it, because we're going to create some more in deep or in-depth details. Um uh, or maybe my other podcast, but who knows? We'll see. And um, you know, we're I know people want to know some of this knowledge and they want to know it firsthand. So maybe there's some other avenues that we'll create so that you can get mentored or some coaching as far as becoming a master or how to be a better slave. 
So before we get out to, to talking about the master series, part one, we're going to talk about the same usual shit that we always talk about. And that's first thing is announcements. And you know what? I'm getting tired of talking about announcements. So I'm going to actually, this week, we're trying a little bit different format. So if you're familiar with some of the, I don't know, there's some sports shows that will have you know, a main person talking and then there's somebody who camera will flash to the other person and they'll say, yeah, Bob, you're right. And they'll flash back. Well, INM, I decided to go ahead and let her have a mic. Even when she's not on the on the episodes, it all like I was like, maybe we should have a mic and then she can interject when I allow her to. I know, I know that sounds bad, but when when she comes on, she can interject and and don't have to hear it on the podcast as somebody way in the background, but she has a microphone. So I&M, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me here. Look at that. See? And she's not even in next to me. I mean, this is technology that we haven't experienced in this life. You can have two different microphones, and you can be away from each other. Isn't this amazing? Uh, can you do me a favor? I know this is spur of the moment, but can you please make those announcements? Because I don't feel like doing that shit right now. Announcements? I'm happy to make announcements. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I'm actually really excited. We're, we're gearing up for the rooftop party coming up Saturday the 15th. Um, so this will come out next Wednesday. It'll be in just a few days. You'll have just another couple days to get your tickets and come on out and join us. This will be a kinky fun party. You'll get to watch sunset from the rooftop. You'll be with kinky friends and some pasties and some fun uh, dancing and if you decide to be a VIP and come early, you'll get to barbecue out there on the rooftop with us. And um, yeah, I hope you join us for that. And, then, and don't we have like a, a, a kinky DJ? We got a kinky DJ. Yes, oh, we so we should have some good music, some kinky fun. This will be some drinks. This will be a good party. Dancing. Hopefully some dirty dancing. And we have, didn't we order like a whole bunch of pasties? We did order a whole bunch of pasties. What kind of pasties did we order? Some lovely hearts. We ordered hearts? I thought we ordered more than that, but we ordered we ordered some some pasties that uh that we will have available for sale so that if you feel like that you want to get I don't know, is it topless? Almost topless. Almost topless. We have the on site. So we didn't get I thought we got the fuck me X's and stuff oh, like I think that. Maybe we got those. Yeah, I think we got I think fuck the heart, me. I think the hearts say that. Okay, so we should have some different type of pasties there for available. So don't fret. You don't have to go out there and search the world for them. If you want to get them right from the door, we'll have them available. Sorry to interrupt. All right. And then we have our Kink and Curious coming up on May 20th. Yay! So that'll be a vanilla event where you can come out. You can meet people in the community. You can ask your questions. You can state your concerns and all that good stuff. So come on out and join us. That's Thursday, the 20th, third Thursday of the month. All right. All right. Thank you for that. And then um, just make another quick mention about the um, uh, that new series I was talking about that I'm doing. And it's called uh, it's a bonus series and bonus podcast series. It's called Master Dion Talking Ish. And um, that will be May 8th. So this weekend when Oh, my God. Now, when would you get when I say this weekend? I guess it will be a week from then. But let's go back to May 8th. So when this podcast come out, it will be 
past that date, but on May 8th uh, and every Saturday, you will be able to tune in to uh, my little my little regurgitation or my little vomit of uh, uh, of an episode so that you can have a little bit of a dose of the other side of me. You know, and I I wanted to say real quick, real quick, the reason why I came up with this, because people were like some people in the in the in the lifestyle who were under the, the impression that I was a very intimidating type of person because of that's the way I carry myself when I'm at events or walking around, blah, blah, blah. Well, then they're like, oh, hey, well, you sound so nice. And so, oh, my God, you're such a, you know, like this, this side of you I like. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's not the image that I wanted to give off. I didn't want to come off as this little fluffy guy that, that uh, oh, he's a master, but he's a, he's a fluffy guy. I don't want to come off that way. So because I want to attract all of y'all, I'm, I'm giving you beyond kink with Master Dion. But the few that like that old rough and rugged, I don't want to get too, I mean, I ain't going to say gangster. But somewhere in that realm of uh, dirtyism, it's not a word, but I'm making it up right now. You can find that when you uh, listen to those episodes. Like I said last week, the first one's going to be free. I know you it's going to be too late because of the week we've already passed, but you should be getting ready for the next episode. And again, this is going to be a way to support us creators. We are um, doing this. We've tried, we're already halfway through the season. We're trying to give you content. And um, we also have to pay our bills. So it's a way, it's not going to be expensive at all, but it's a way of, uh, of showing support for us for just a couple of dollars a month. And um, if... There might be some other bonus stuff because INM came in. INM, didn't you say you had some beef to talk about? You need a 15 minute beef? I got a beef. Okay, so it might be Master Dion talking ish with a little bit of little bit of INM spot sprinkled in there. You know. We're talking about a, maybe a shirt that has my face on it with a uh was it a dookie emoji <laughs> sign? Yeah. Something disgusting like that on my face. So they, they, it should be very interesting. So stay tuned and please support us. We're also going to be coming out with some shirts and some other merchandise stuff. We've ordered. Now we've ordered. It's on its way. We've ordered some more sweatshirts. I know you see if, oh, you can't see the podcast yet. But if you see me anywhere, I have a Beyond Kink sweater. And now we've got some Beyond Kink lady crop tops that are very sexy. That. I don't know if we're going to be selling them. We might be doing them for more of a giveaway or something like that. And we'll see. We'll see how things go. Thank you very much. Now let's kind of move on from that. Done with announcements. So uh, another reason why we've added a mic to INL because lately she's been experiencing more with me, the kind of different situations that I've been going through each week because she's around me a lot. And, um, uh, when we get time, we're usually at the same parties and, um, um, we're part of a lot of the same online chat rooms. So we had an issue. Well, I, I mean, essentially I, the issue always comes on to me because I'm the, I'm the one that speaks up at least initially. And then more people speak up, 
But during this last week, there was an issue in some of the chat rooms that we are associated with. And so what had happened was a previous party, these uh, people felt like other people were violating them because of because of certain rules weren't being followed. And when it was, it had went to INM and through INM and others, it had got to me. You know, my first reaction is always, well, why in the fuck do I got to be involved in this? It's not my party. So what, I mean, why am I the one that has to be seen in this light? But it's the role and responsibility that I have taken on and I accept it. And so be it, right? So the the situation comes to me, and the person that runs the group, I knew it was going to be a very difficult conversation to have with him, simply because of the fact that some of the people were close to him. And some of the people I'm sure he trusts. And the situation was like, well, how do I go about it? Because my personality is very aggressive and straight up in front. And I didn't want that person to believe that I'm trying to take over or trying to establish a rule and that wasn't a rule and this is and so on and so forth. But I also had a frustration that I wanted him, I wanted to talk to him because I wanted him to, I, I'm saying him and that's a, because it is a good person that identifies as him. I want him to take the initiative, to be assertive enough to, to handle this situation. And I didn't want to talk over him because I wanted to respect his, the boundaries of him. Well, the situation after I had talked to him and explained and he wouldn't handle his business, well, there was some backlash. And in the group, because uh, we were trying to keep the names anonymous and the people anonymous because it's not... It's not about um, exposing people. It's about correcting the situation. Well, we're going we're gonna to say Big Mouth. Big Mouth decided to go in and get in the room and start speaking some um, fire in the room. And so I felt impelled to respond. And what the message came out to, it, it was Miss Big Mouth decided to, it, the issue wasn't necessarily with her, it was with her partner, but Miss Big Mouth decided to basically saying, well, if you didn't know our rule, then you know, blah, 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 and, and that's the way we do things, and, and people should know, or they, if, they, if they don't like the way we do things, they should let us know. And I tried to explain to Miss Big Mouth that, you can't come in here and say those kind of things because what you're doing is you're you're essentially, for a lack of better word, you're bullying the person that has came forward. And what happened was is that those people started hitting us up behind the scenes and saying, you know what, I should have never said anything. That is the is what we've been trying to prevent just in the world of rape and um, child molestation, all that kind of stuff, trying not to bully from a perspective of 
why are you saying anything and stuff like that? So then people get scared to to really uh, come out and say anything. Um, I&M, I'm not really explaining that well, but do you understand where I'm coming from with that stuff? Yeah, so when when um, when there's issues, sometimes in the moment you can't speak up about it. So I know I want to be a safe place for anyone to come to with anything that's going on if they're not able to handle it in the moment. Or even if they are wanting some help in the moment. So this person came to me um, privately and said in a group, hey, or in a private message, she said, um, hey, um, some things are going on that I feel violated. Can you help me? I said, of course. Tell me what's up. So that's how it started. And then from my perspective, I need to handle this thing. And I'm not an island. I'm not here by myself. This is a community that we're all a part of. Um, And there are many communities out there. But in this particular community, how do we handle it as a community? And what rules are really in place? And how do we enforce those rules? Or how do we decide what the rules are even? And so that whole discussion started, you know, creating all kinds of fire in the group. And it's a little bit messy. Messy is definitely the right word. And I, I think I think what we're what we would like to express, I'm gonna start with myself and I'll let INM talk for itself, is all right, there's shit. There's definitely shit that I would like to do. That doesn't, that may not follow the rules. There's definitely shit that I, you know, like, I don't, I'm not big on wearing condoms. So what does that mean for me? That means that I cannot be with anybody because I don't, and I don't, people rarely see me play. I'm not going to be with somebody that I don't know and trust and understand and have a bond and they do the same with me because I'm not going to, you know, get somebody pregnant. I'm not going to go and, transfer or receive a disease i'm not going to go and and um violate somebody if that's not the way that they want to handle um having a sexual experience and 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 i get it i get it but you cannot force stuff or you cannot slip it underneath for lack of better words to just get your your satisfaction because that's the Main problem. That's when you're sitting there violating. And in I and M, I was, I was really interested in how you had kind of framed it for how you kind of set your yourself up because you understand where people might want to go, but then you create these self awareness or self boundaries for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I've set boundaries for myself, and I've also set boundaries within groups. So. As some of you may know, and maybe even some of you listeners came to my parties in Santa Fe, I was co-hosting parties in Santa Fe. And one of the things that worked really well for us is we had a very clear system of rules in place before we started hosting our parties. So part of what's going on now is there wasn't a consensus or a set of clear rules or way that play was going to happen ahead of time. You know, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but it's a little bit messier to come in and try and clean stuff up after the fact. So for myself, I know that I'm a rebel by nature, and I also don't like condoms. And I can imagine that most of us don't, because it feels a whole lot better 
when we don't use them. And body fluids have a way of interacting that create more turn-on for all of us. So, um, and they keep us safe. So my idea is use condoms at parties, period. You know, and if you have a partner that you want to play with or a primary partner that you never use condoms with, well, save it for afterwards or find a private space to do that where it's not in the main playing area so that people don't get confused. Well, you know, and, and, and I know you said, you know, use a condom in a, at, at an event, but you also had mentioned about the, the if the environment's set up right. And you had talked about, yeah, the and if you can go further into about if you are going to do raw or bareback. Yeah, there's some, there's some great ways to do that. There's, there's a couple things. So you can go about playing bareback in two different ways. You can go at it the rebel way where nobody gives a fuck and you play raw. Or you can go about it where it's considered, where everybody gets tested you don't have sex between the time you get tested and the time the party starts. And you have to be honorable about that. And then you come to the party and you can play bareback. But those things, there has to be trust. You, you have to be honest with yourself and each other. Um, those are things that actually have to be developed. I heard of a party up in Michigan years ago and they were hosting bareback gangbangs and they were testing people at the door. So... They had a doctor as part of their crew, and um, I'm not exactly sure of all the details because I never made it up to Michigan to find out, but um, I liked the idea of that. Well, you know, and, and again, we're not going to sit there and say, this is what you should do. This is, these are some of the things that we've heard. And that was, you know, if we're not telling you what you can and can't do, we're saying that everybody involved needs to know about it and that, that it should be set up. If I know I'm going to a party where condoms are optional, then maybe I just don't play. Well, I'm definitely not going to let my slave play. And I don't want a con- I don't want an optional condom type place. But that's my preference. Let me know that ahead of time, and then we can. Then we just won't attend your party. Yeah, conscious but, choice and consent. Right? Really, it it all comes back to consent, consent, consent. And and the other word is communication. Like yes. people communicate. If you feel a certain way and that you want to do things your way, fine. Let let it be your way. I have no problem with whatever y'all want to do. If y'all want to sit there and 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 take the test and have everybody tested and do this and all that, then so be it. There has been there's there from back in the day, there's been this one um Asian girl that does just monster game bags and I fantasized about her for years and years and i really wanted to be a part of her bang tattooed from head to toes but all she does is is raw game bangs and i don't give a shit how much the test is and where everybody tested right before or whatever the hell then when the results can come in i that's just a standard i won't do i i don't i don't know her i don't know what and she could still be and, and she could have no disease i'm just not going down that route because i'm just not i don't have that comfort level with her so it, it's i just rather it be a fantasy so in any case we just wanted to talk about kind of that and 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 i'm not we're not saying that don't play the way you want to play just communicate with everybody around you right can i add something to that please add something i just to want to say that 
all this is a guideline and we're human when we break our own rules. Yeah, like yeah. that stuff happens. I know that my rebel sometimes, my rebel and my primal part are tied together really closely. And I've broken my rules on more than one occasion. And part of me is kind of ashamed of that. Sure. I know, part of me is kind of ashamed of that because I, I have these values and ideals in my head and my body doesn't always agree. And so finding that balance can be tricky sometimes. And I think it comes back to communication and communicating even after the fact if I've made a mistake. Well, I think we've beaten that horse that dead horse, or whatever the hell the saying is good. So we need to kind of move on because we didn't want to make it a long episode today because I want to give you a kind of a, a brief introduction. Uh, not a brief, but you know, a few subject titles into, into what it is, the master series, and what it means to be a master uh, in the lifestyle. So there's, what, why am I bringing this up? And again, I told you at the beginning, is people have been asking me about how to um, be a master, how to be mentored to be a master. And I had a conversation with someone, and they were talking about how, how this other guy who I do not respect as a master. Yes, I said that. I do not respect as a master. And I will explain some reasons later. But how he went through an entire process and he was trained by somebody and essentially got his little certificate or some kind of um, uh, diploma, a master, not a master's degree, some kind of diploma for being a master in the lifestyle. Now, me and the details of that bitch ass is... Um, going to be more on the other podcast, but I'm not going to discredit that process that has been created. It ain't the process I went through, but I ain't going to discredit it because maybe they believe, and if people believe it, then it, I guess it could be true. I mean, isn't that how religion started? So was there a Pope of uh, masters or something like that? I don't know. But, you know, they create a process, the process is created, and people uh, learn it and follow the rules. I look at it a very different way. So, starting with Master Series 1, what it means to be a master, okay? In my opinion, what it means to be a master is a leader, a nurturer, a person that can care about more than, than themselves, can have arrogant tendencies, but is not as narcissist, not so self-involved that they can't see the people around them, a protector, a listener, An individual who can see several steps ahead. An individual who has critical thinking. They can't be a dumb motherfucker. It has to be a smart person. 
self-control. There's this is a short list. That's a short list of what I think the characteristics of a person who identifies themselves as a master. Or a dom, if you feel like that master is not a part of your life, but as a dom. I say that certain characteristics, certain personality traits are innate versus learned. Can you get the training to become a master? Well, according to some, yes. According to that bitch ass lowercase master, you can get the training and somebody can teach you. And I guess you can do whatever the fuck you want to because you can just, all you got to do is put the title of master. An innate ability to be a master is the way I look at it. I've been controlled one time in my life. And that's when I was on probation. And I hated every fucking moment of it. One time. It was so much that I hated that this motherfucker can tell me what to do that I never fucked with the law again. Because I did not want anybody telling me what the fuck to do. My mother, out of all five kids, let me do what the fuck I wanted to do. And I asked her yeah, later in the year, I said, why you let me, you didn't give me a curfew and let me do that. She's like, because you always had the right head. The innate characteristics of being a leader to being a person that cared. My pop said, he goes, you know how I knew you, what kind of man you were going to be? You were always one of the biggest kids in your class. And you would always defend the little, the little old guy or the uh, little person that was getting picked on. That shit went all the way through high school, through college. I hate motherfuckers that think they got to build themselves up by beating another motherfucker down. Innate characteristics, innate um, traits. You're not, you cannot be a master if it's not within you. Yes, I said that. You can learn as much as you want to. And it's good to learn. LeBron James is one of the world's best basketball players, but he trains every offseason. He trains, trains to get better. But he has the innate ability to play basketball. So if you want to be a master, then you have to identify if you have the traits. You can't be living off abroad and talking about that. That's your slave. Oh, shit. I'm causing some trouble right now. I don't know what kind of mood I'm in today, but I know motherfuckers. I'm talking shit. I'm going to give you a quick example. A motherfucker opens up a, a kink club. Some bitch-ass person goes and says some lies to the police. The police come and close down the club. What happens to that person? 
what happens to that person is that he flips it, turns around and gets a job. Two months later, COVID hits. Company goes under. What happened to that person? Person around, turns around and makes more money than he did the previous year during COVID. Yes, that was me. What am I doing now? I'm building up. You cannot be a master if you don't know how to survive. You don't know how to survive in life. You don't know how to survive in this game. You don't know how to lead a person through this turbulent times. No matter when the times are, you can't become the bitch if you're a master. Yes, you can be weakened at time. Yes, you can ask for support. But you can't be the bitch. And in no way, well, me as a master, and fuck you, I'm a master, will give the respect to another master if they are have bitch tendencies. I ain't going to do it. If you can't hear the passion of how I feel about this, then we got problems. And like what I like to say is we got problems. And if I see some shit, I got a real good friend. My friend is not in the, he is not in the king game whatsoever. He knows everything about it, but he is not in the king game. But he, what he is in is the sniffing ass, bitch ass people out. And he can look at a motherfucker and he can read them like that motherfucker, that motherfucker ain't about shit. That motherfucker is cool. And when you start seeing this stuff and you're like, God damn, man. You was right. That dude ain't about shit. He's like, I told you. And you start crossing it over into the game and you start dealing with other quote unquote masters or real masters or people who you might think could be a master if they actually committed to that. You start to weed out the pretenders. So if you're wanting to be a master, you need to look at your characteristics honestly. Not what you want to be, but who you are and who you've been throughout your life. That's the first start. If you sit there and was like, well, you know, I have never been a leader. I've never wanted to take care of anybody else and stuff like that. Then don't even just leave me out of it. Don't contact me. Don't contact anybody I'm around because they're going to be like, yeah, uh, I've been around Master Dion, and I don't know if he's the right, if it's the way it's supposed to be, but goddamn, that man, that man leads. So let me calm down a little bit. The learning, but the innate versus learning. So you have characteristics, okay? You've identified these characteristics, and you have want to learn. You want to be mentored. You want to establish yourself. If you come to Master Dion, I'm sure everybody has their own specific type of roles, but I have a very, very set, almost conservative type of guidelines that you have to follow. A gentleman came to me and I talked to him so I could, I have no problem mentioning this because I told him to his face. I said, he told me he was fucking with a a slave that's already under another 
quote unquote master. I said, and then you ask me for mentorship. I said, there's no way that I'm going to respect you if you got to be the, and I told him to his face. I said, you're the bitch in the relationship. She's making you the bitch. How are you going to be a master when this slave, I don't give a fuck how good looking she is. I don't give a fuck what she does. I don't care how much her kinks lined up. You need to have a set of standards if you want to be in that kind of position. Otherwise, don't talk to me. You go do what you got to do and you keep, you know, when she calls you up and um, smacks your booty when you leave at the, after she didn't got some dick from you, get your ass up out of the, out of the house. You the bitch. You cannot come to me. I, why would a fuck why I mentor bitches? I am not mentoring bitches. Know and understand the situation. And even if it hurts you, even if you desire that person, if you're trying to become a master, there are sacrifices. I can tell you, and maybe in the future I'll tell you about a few times, I've had to release slaves that has probably hurt me more than it's hurt the slave. I don't know. But I know I was, well, I was devastated. But they broke a rule. They tested me. They thought that I was going to be like somebody else. They thought that I was going to waver in my rules. <laughs> Shit. And it'll take me some time to get over it. It hurts me. It's not, I choose this lifestyle. I choose to be this way. So I take the, I accept the sacrifices. If you cannot accept the sacrifices of being masterly and not being the dude that's getting, oh, I'm going to sneak in and fuck her. Man, fuck you. Fuck you. People on my side. They're saying they're doms and they're wanting to get up to that. But then you, you're not learning from your own mistakes. You're trying to get somebody else's bitch. How many of these motherfuckers out here didn't bother trying to get any of my bitches or my slaves? Build yourself. Be a better you. Don't be that punk ass. I can't even say the word. Let me move on. <laughs> uh, I'm, Emma's looking at me and she knows I'm passionate about this stuff. And I just, I just, I like to get the respect of, and I like to give the respect to masters. And as I told you last week, as I was saying congratulations to my birthday party, the guy that identified the master asked and said, hey, I want to learn from you. I want to experience more. And I say the same thing back to him. I'll, I'll say the same thing back to anybody. I'm trying to learn and grow too. But I have my set of standards. I have, they're, or they can't, they're immovable. They're immovable. And if you don't have a set of standards that you'll stick by, no matter what the results are, then stay a dom, stay a kinkster. Leave us alone. Simple as that. Nothing wrong with being a kinkster. Nothing wrong with being a dom. So what the fuck do I mean? 
what the hell is the difference between a dom and a master, right? I mean, that's the kind of next, what is the evolution? I call it the evolution. From a kingster to a dom to a master. My understanding of it is this way because I experienced it. I told y'all, and y'all well know, that I came into it as a kingster. Didn't, didn't um, um, have high expectations. I came in there, wanted to be freaky and kinky and built up. I started researching and I knew I was dominant. I, every person that I was around me, I was dominant over. I knew I was dominant, but I didn't know it meant what it meant in the kink world. And as I learned and grow and, and got into that and, and experienced as a dom, I still was finding a lack of uh, satisfaction or completion. Excuse you, Super Dooley. Sorry. Oh, my God. See, he wants to, he, he's getting mad at me because I'm talking about being a god. No, I'm just playing. Um, where was my concentration at? As I was a... As I was being a dom, I still was feeling incomplete and not the satisfaction that I thought I, I, I could get. And I started to really look into being a master. And I, and I think I told y'all before I was out there in Vegas and I saw a guy, old man, who ran his house. And he was the master. His slave was a in my mind, a perfect slave. Head covered. Great shape. I couldn't, I could, she could have been 21 or she could have been 41. I have no clue. He was like 70. But she didn't move. She didn't breathe. It seemed like the, nobody disrespected. This guy had a mansion. This it was a fucking huge ass place out. And I'm a young ass dude looking at this shit. And I said, look at this person. This person rules without yelling. He, it's not like my fucking college coaches that called me every name in the book and, get the fuck are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. He ruled with an iron fist, but very quietly. And that's where I base a lot of my. Of course, incorporating some of my, obviously my personality. But that's where I was like, I want to get to that. I want to make sure that my slave trusts in me and that I can increase the value of her. She is my property. And I put a little business in that. I purchased a property. What do I want the property to do? Increase in value. I don't want to drop in value. I don't want my my slave to be worthless. I don't want her to be uh, somebody that's hanging behind and and everybody looks at as like that poor little piece of meat. I want her to be the way that I want to build her up as. I want her, and I'm referring to her because as I said, my slaves are, are cis female. I want her to look at me with admiration. Uh, no, that's. No, that's money. Yeah, that's money. Admiration. Admiration. M, M said I was a dummy earlier, and so now I'm trying. Uh, I got to refer to her. You said I said that. Okay. I want her to 
to trust in my opinion. I want her to, to see results. I want her to believe that, that someone that can control her life and not destroy it. I want her to be proud of the relationship. I want her to be proud to be a slave. I want her to be uh, aware of all of my rules and supports them. This is a very important, I want her to understand that, that I'm proud of her and that she, that she has a person that cares about not only the relationship, but the dynamic. Okay. But what does it mean to evolve? Well, in my mind, in my understanding is a kingster is just a person and just maybe they're dominant. Maybe they're submissive. Maybe they're whatever they're playing. They're getting different activities. They're concerned. They're more about the dynamics and their fetishes. A dom is, I want to control somebody. And that level of control can vary. Maybe it's a little bit more stricter. Maybe it's not as strict. Maybe it's only when we're together. Or maybe I have a little bit more control of your life, but I understand that you have other obligations and so on and so forth. So the level of, uh, I think there's a lot more flexibility as if you're identified as a dom too. The level of, of control that you have over the person that you're with. In my opinion, a master evolves from that where there is no flexibility. And what I mean by that, like, of course, if your slave is a mother and has kids, of course you have to be flexible with that. If, you're, if uh, your slave has a job and you are wanting her to keep that job, of course that. What I mean by is the less, a lot less flexibility or very little flexibility is that how she handles her kids. Yeah, you, the audacity of me to say this, but I'm saying it. How she handles her kids has to be talked about with you. How she handles her finances, how she handles her job, how she deals with um, her hair, her nails, and all. And I'm using her, as I said, because of that's who I have. But just replace the her with whoever you want to put in there. Those, those are the type of things, you know, how, how's the schedule? Those are the kind of things that you take on, not only the responsibility as a master of your own life, and don't you dare have a family, and don't you dare have kids, because now you got to take care of the responsibilities of all that, and you decide a conscious decision to take over somebody else's life and whatever baggage or any other kind of things that come with that person, you decide to take on that responsibility. That is the is to me the the biggest factor in there. And there was a great way that we had said it the other day. If you want to know the difference between a dom and a master, leadership versus ownership. Leadership versus ownership. 
We're going to leave it at that right now. That's the end of series one for the Masters series, part one. We will continue at a later date. Ah, uh, no, we're not going to do it. I didn't say we're going to do it all in a row. But there's a lot more details that we want to get through. But I want you to take that in and give me some feedback if you have some. Because it's, it is what it is. And I'm going to tell it like the way it's to be done. So what time is it, Em? It's, it's story time. Story time. That sounds like a damn talk show. I don't know what the hell that was about. <laughs> story, time. Story, time. Story, time. story time. It's story time. Motherfucker. <laughs> All right, story time this, this week. We, we are pausing for a minute, right? So I'm not going to be, we're not going to talk about another story, but I'm going to, people are curious about how I got into hosting gangbangs and putting on these gangbangs. I mean, for, for the most part, they're just like, well, you seem to have all these rules and regulations. And I mean, how the hell did you get this whole thing kind of going? And why do people trust in you? So years ago, years ago, let me get this story right. All right, years ago, I was very curious about gangbangs and stuff like that. I've always had the tendency to, well, I've never been monogamous, and I've always kind of enjoyed or wanted to have my girl being used. So I, I wanted to kind of expand and, and I don't know, it's see like the whole kind of gangbang. There's a whole bunch of dicks on one girl. So I started to go to some early, I mean, this had to be, so about eight years ago is when I kind of jumped into this whole lifestyle. And, you know, of course my natural, and I know I've talked about the BBC thing, but of course my natural tendency was to go to places where I felt like that BBCs or at least black men were invited to parties and I don't have to worry about some girl not wanting a black guy in there or something like that. And as I'm starting to go, I'm, man, I am feeling like, I don't know what I'm feeling like. I, I, to be honest with you, I was like feeling non-human. Like I was just a cock and, and it was usually a couple and, and the guys, the guys over there taking pictures and you, and you're fucking his wife and, which could be great, but for some reason, I was just like, man, am I, I don't want to be sit here and just be one of the sheep frowning around trying to find a girl. Because it wasn't like I ever had a problem finding a person to date or the fuck. But I wanted to be a little bit more extreme. So I was like, I was going. You know, the group that I kind of knew I was going, that was in these other kick groups and and we're just going to these parties. And I was like, all right, there is this. Um, oh, everybody's talking about this. All this little, uh, my little black group we're in. Oh, there's this Asian girl. Asian girl wants a game bang. And in this game bang, uh, um, we're going to be able to fuck this Asian girl. She's going to be all three hoes. Oh, shit. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. So I get. All right, so the night of the of this game bank comes up, and 
I get there. Now, you have to understand, I am a black man who was not raised in a very docile way. Like, we had, we've been some interrupters, and in, in from my pops all the way down to me, we've been some interrupters in life, in, in life, period. But I walk into this room, and you see this cute little Asian girl sitting over here. And you see this old white man and all of the little, oh God. I mean, it's, I, I don't want to say it that way, but it looked like that way. When I walked in, all the little, I'm going a, I'm to a be PC, I guess. All the little African-Americans sitting around in a row listening to this white man tell them what they, they is and ain't going to do. And I said, you know what? Don't do it. Don't do it, Dion. Just go in there. And I sat down, and this motherfucker was like, hey, y'all ain't going to do this. Y'all going to do this. And I said, hold on. I said, I'm done with this shit. I said, you ain't about to sit here and tell me what the fuck. This, this, you know, he was like, so explain the rules to me. And I was like, hold the fuck up. Who are you talking to? You? <laughs> I'm like, you can tell us what you, you allow with your girl or your wife. And that's it. But you ain't about to be talking to me like I'm some motherfucking kid. And I told all, I said, y'all can sit your asses here and let this motherfucker talk to you in any kind of way y'all want to. But I ain't about to let this happen. I walked out. And when I walked out, I said, fuck this shit. I'm going to be doing my own gang bangs and I'm going to be starting offering bitches. And I asked, I asked, um, I forgot who the fuck I asked. I asked somebody. I said, well, who does all the game bangs? It was three dudes at the time. I met two of them. Cool as shit. I ain't got a problem with them. They're really cool as shit. The other person I didn't meet, I guess he left out of the state at some point. But it was three white men who were doing all the game bangs. And I said, well, let my black ass get in here and let me start building up a reputation. Let me start put it together, and let me start doing this game bangs. And I got one bitch, and we did a game bang. And then I was getting more and more to where we're at to this day. And I tell you, I get along very uh, along with those guys that still are in the game of doing game bangs. But I am one of the few uh, people left in Colorado that people trust to do game bangs. I would say... I can't even name you five, but I would say it would be five or less. I can name you three, including me, that you can trust to put on a proper game bang and, and explain the rules and give you the communications and things like that. But I didn't want a black-centric focus all a uh, uh, game bang group. Well, I did. But I also wanted another group. I wanted to make sure that I never felt like I got this dude talking over me. And I never want people to feel like I'm talking over them because of any kind of race or anything like that. I just state my rules. You follow my rules, you can play. If you don't follow my rules, you can't play. This is, I think, this is the reason why I've grown in this arena in Colorado. 
is because of the fact that I try to be as inclusive as possible and I try to get as freaky as possible. The, the, this whole thing about um, open sex and freedom of sex and stuff like that, that's where I'm trying to go down. I ain't trying to have no motherfucker tell me what to do. He ain't going to sit there and tell me and then ha- ask me to repeat it. Fuck you. I ain't repeating the goddamn thing. What the fuck you on? How you going to look at me? First of all, you don't know me from Adam, and I will bitch slap your ass up in this month. But as I was told by the super producer, Con- uh, uh, Dooley, that I am not going to be going back to, oh, I don't want to get in trouble with the law. That's what I'm saying, right? So I can't be bitch slapping nobody. You know, but in any case, that is how I kind of got into the lifestyle. And I'll tell you about my first one at another date. The very first one I had, it was, it wasn't even a game bag. It was like, I don't know, is it a game bag? Like it was three guys. It's still a game bag. That's still a game bag? Three guys and one girl? It's a small game bag. Yeah. And it's a game bag. I've had like 20 guys and one girl. So is it just game bag. Is this just a scalable or is that a game bag? It's scalable. Uh and so I got I got plenty of stories. I'll probably talk about them on the other podcast, but I wanted to kind of give you that um of how I got into the game. And I just forced my way in. I ain't gonna lie. I just forced my way in. I got in part of the right groups. I just kept talking and kept pushing. And as kind of like I said in the master series, you know, a person going to a master is going to have that innate ability to create his own space. Their own space, let me say, create their own space. So I'm trying to keep it short this week because there's a lot more that I got to do. I got to get this other podcast ready. Master Dion talking ish. Oh, shit. And, you know, we're coming really short on stories. We, I don't know what it is. I don't know if you're feeling shy. I mean, let, tell us a story. Your story at beyond-kink.com. We need some more stories. And again, in when the time this podcast comes out, it will be just a few days before our rooftop party. Get your tickets now. They're going, and we want to pack it up. And we got an after party after party location that we will reveal. But get your tickets now. Well, my kinksters, what is next episode going to be about? I ain't got a clue. We'll tell you about it later. But where our next episode is going to be about something exciting. But I mean, we have it written down, but I'm not going to tell you about it. So send us your damn stories. God damn it. But as, as I always think in my heart, I love y'all. I love each and every one of y'all. I hope the person, I, I am not going to lie, I hope the person that I call it bitch ass is listening to the podcast. I love you too. Kingsters, as always, keep it kiki. Peace. Shouts out to all the Kingsters that tuned in this week to listen to another episode of Beyond Kink with Master Dion. Don't forget to like, comment, and hit that subscribe. To stay connected with me, Master Dion, follow at Beyond Kink on Instagram and all social media platforms. As always, keep it kinky.